0: Hey, what's going on, everyone? I'm your host, Ryan Allen, and welcome to All In, All Out. Some of you may have noticed immediately that the instrumental that usually plays in the beginning of every episode didn't play. The reason it didn't play is because this episode is more serious and is connected to what's been going on more recently in my life and I want to take this time and use this platform and make an episode on what I've experienced lately. As I'm recording this, it's May 28th, 2023. Certain people will get why I'm using the date. So for today's episode, I want to talk about two things. The first thing I want to talk about are standards. And the second thing is relationships in regards to standards. Now, for someone who may not know what the definition of standard is let me just read it therefore we have a foundation to standard It's according to 1828 Webster dictionary a definition reads something established by authority custom or general consent as a model or example Another definition is something set up and established by authority as a rule for the measure of quantity, weight, extent, value, or quality. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's important to have standards in your life. And it's unbelievable to me that even though I'm only 24 years old and turning 25 in September, that I feel at times I've experienced the life, a life, of a 40, 50-year-old because I've seen a lot, I've heard a lot, and being a born-again Christian filled with the Holy Ghost, you see spiritual things, and you know those spiritual things get insight that the natural man doesn't because they're not filled with the Holy ghost. And one of the major factors that I see in people or rather I don't see in people and those same people who struggle have a lot of conflict, a lot of drama, they deal with the wrong person or people. Many times, and what I have realized and discovered, is because they don't have a standard for themselves. They don't love themselves enough. And first and foremost, you need to love God first And above all, to really love yourself. Because if you put God first in everything, if you truly love God, which domino effects to you loving yourself, you would have a standard of truth. You would have a standard of godliness where you wouldn't compromise for anyone. You wouldn't put yourself... In a situation that causes you not to have peace, causes you to be depressed, oppressed, or any sort of negative trait. I'm going to read a, a couple of verses from the book of Romans, and I'll be reading from chapter 12, and I'll start at verse 1. And in this chapter, it's talking about the perfect will of God. First verse, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, they, yea, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Here's the key verse. And be not conformed to this world, but ye be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly then he ought to think humility, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. Again, I want to go back to the key verse in verse 2. And be not conformed to this world. So God's telling you right there, do not bend to the world under any circumstances, no matter that includes your emotions, your feelings. Always choose what's right according to the word. But be ye transformed. Transformed. By the renewing of your mind. You got to renew your mind daily because the fact is we live, we have the body, which is the flesh, and we need to renew the mind consistently because we still live in this world. We still deal with temptations. We still deal with, worldly, secular persuasions, the traditions of men, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And that's the standard we got to live in, folks. We got to meet that standard, have that standard, And commit to that standard, not bending to anyone or anything. Many of you who've kept up with the show, who's aware of past episodes, know that I used to work at a wireless company. And in that wireless company, there was a lot of scamming, deceiving, lying, And conniving heathens at that job. And I was the only person. Who was a Christian. A true Christian. Let me clarify that. And I had two options. I could either bend to the pressure. Cave in. Sold out my integrity, my character would have been diminished and get along with the program. Or I could do what the scriptures say and not conform to the world and constantly renew my mind. And realize and recognize that when you do that in the secular world specifically, you're going to get pushed back. There are going to be times you want to give up. There's going to be times where it don't feel good. What people say, what they do, they're torn of voice to put you down, manipulate you. Full of narcissism, deceiving, And all of those things and more. But it is up to you as the believer, and quite frankly, as people, to make and have a standard for yourself, a God kind of standard, and then commit to that standard and not bend for anyone. I know a couple, which again, I need to be careful how I say what I'm about to say, where there's a lot of conflict, a lot of drama, and a lot of chaos, to put it lightly. And in this situation, There are no standards. Talking loud, as a man once said, talking loud and saying nothing. Say, I'm going to do this, but do the complete opposite in less than a day. Saying, I'm going to do that, and the same day, change your mind. See, ladies and gentlemen, that's someone who doesn't have a standard for themselves. That is someone who lacks integrity within themselves. And someone, when the heat is on, when their back's against the wall, they cave to the pressure. They cave to their emotions and a fake belief. One of my favorite quotes of all time is by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He once said, a man's true character is not shown in moments of comfort and convenience, but it is shown in moments of challenge and controversy. I'm going to say that one more time. A man's true character, true character, that means who they really are, their fruits. You know, as the scriptures say, you shall know them by their fruits, their actions. A man's true character, how they walk, how they operate, how they live, who they really are is not shown in moments of comfort and convenience, when everything's all good, when you are winning the championships, when there's no reason to argue, when there's no reason to have a dispute, when everything is falling in line as a line of dominoes, lined up and, pre- and pushed, With the tip of a finger. No, that's not when a man's true character is not shown. And just to be clear, speaking to men and women, not just the men, it's not shown when it's easy. No, no. It is shown in moments of challenge, when something is hard, when they're uncomfortable with something, when something is unnatural, meaning that I used to said challenge and controversy, when it's the unpopular thing to do when you're in the minority, when you're the big fish in a small pond, controversy. For example, at the wireless company, what I did... It was challenging because I was the only one who actually told the truth on everything. Even to the point where I disclosed inside baseball details on the schemes of the operation regarding insurance, lines, and all that. Controversy. Again, I was the minority. I was the only one that did what I did. And I stood my ground. I didn't bend for no one. No one. At all. At any time. At any place. At any period. Wherever I went. Whether it was in Westport. I was in Norwalk at one time and in Greenwich, Cosco, technically. All in Connecticut, for the record. When it comes to scriptures, I don't bend for no one. I'm not going to do something because you're family, because I like you, because we're tight, homeboys. We go way back. I don't bend for no one. And at times, that can be challenging because emotions are involved. People will say, that's your family. People will say, that's your boy. But at the end of the day, when the scriptures say that if you're a friend of the world, you're an enemy to God, I don't need you in my life. If you want me to be in a position to feed the hand of the evildoer? As the book in, I believe it's in Jeremiah, one do it. I will not bend, not at all. And ladies and gentlemen, that's the type of standard all of us need to have. And that standard, as I mentioned, needs to be according to the word of God, renewing your mind daily, not conforming to the world, the flesh, the emotions, what you feel. Because if what you feel and your emotions contradict the scriptures, then you're out of order, you're out of line. If God tell, if you claim that God told you this is supposed to happen, this is meant to be, but you got no scripture to back up what you're saying, you're out of order. You're being emotional. And that's where I want to get into the relationship aspect of having standards. And I'll start in... Second Corinthians chapter six and verse 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean, and I will receive you. And will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. I want to go back to the, the first verse, excuse me, the 14th verse. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Speaking to the Christians now, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And in the and there's a scripture as well that reads, "Be what's the scripture? Be a clean." And unclean, holy and unholy. Also, there's another scripture I believe that reads, "He can get clean and unclean water from the same fountain." So I'll, I'll continue in verse fourteen. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for fellowship hath for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? And that is so important to know. It will be one of the most important scriptures for all of you out there, including me, for the record, who are single and desire for a relationship leading to a marriage. Because as the scripture have said. To not have divisions among you. To speak the same thing. I believe it's in the Corinthians as well. And actually. Scripture that came to mind. If you go to Second Corinthians 4 and 13. I mentioned the scripture in the as a it is written episode and it reads, we have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. We must, when we're in a relationship, we must make sure that once we have that standard, that godly standard, or at the very least, a moral standard, which anyways, it should be a godly standard, and once we know that standard, and once we have that standard, and we'll commit to that standard, no matter what, whenever you're looking to get into the relationship from the get-go, The two of you must believe the same thing. And what you must believe is what is written. Only what is written. Or just primarily what is written. Not theology, not what your mother told you, your father told you, siblings told you, cousin told you, great aunt told you, godmother grandparents, friends, first cousin. No. What did the word of God say? Do you believe the scriptures in full from Genesis all the way to Revelation? Because what happens is, if you messing with an individual because primarily due to looks, potential to an, to an extent looks, potential to an extent and other in vain things, just to be blunt with it. You will end up potentially in a relationship that will be tumultuous will have turmoil, conflict, drama, constant fighting, verbal abuse, argumentatives, argumentative, and all of those horrible things: yelling, causing hurt to one another. Because if the both parties are truly equally yoked. According to the word of God, those things will not happen. Now, in terms of arguments, there's a difference between having an argument and having a disagreement. An argument is when words are more vocal, very loud, a disagreement is just having a conversation. Talking with gentleness. Oh, this happened today. I don't agree with why you did it. Let me explain why. In peace, calmness, a toned down voice. That's the difference between an argument and just having a disagreement. See, when if you're a Christian and you're messing with someone who claims to believe in God but not living for God fully and say they drink alcohol, they smoke weed, they do just secular things within this world and you brush it to the side, you say to yourself, eh, it's only a couple of things. Ain't gonna hurt nobody. It won't do no harm. It ain't bothering me. What you're now doing is lowering your standards. Because if you truly had a godly standard, I don't care what it is, you do it the first time and I will check you. I would challenge you or push back. Say you're smoking weed. I would say, wait a minute. Why do you smoke weed? Didn't the scriptures say, be sober, be vigilant? Challenge them. Because you have that standard within yourself. You have that standard according to the scriptures. But if you're that individual that lets Things slide, we'll accept it, we'll tolerate it. You're going to get run over like a dog. And then if your emotions are involved, which is already the case, if you're letting it slide in the first place, then years will go by, years will go by, years and years and years will go by. And this individual just does more and more worldly things. And then you'll tend to let it slide more and more because you're so accustomed to it at this point. Then you end up, let me put it this way, you end up in a situation where things are more challenging than what it should have been. And things could have not gone that way and life could have been a lot more easier. If you had just followed the scriptures and not be emotional. One of the key points in verse 14, so excuse me, verse 15. Where it reads, and the concord hath Christ with Belele, and what part hath he believeth with an infidel? And this is this next scripture is for the men. And I want to go to First Timothy chapter five and verse eight. And it reads. But if any, provide not for his own, especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Infidel simply means an unbeliever. See, because sometimes these relationships turn into kids being birthed. And sometimes they turn into marriages. And it's not, this episode is not specifically towards marriage, but I'm just saying, it could get to that point. And when you don't have A standard for yourself and you allow someone to come into the picture. Again, I know I said it's for the men, but it could be for the women too, because the scriptures say you don't if you don't work, you don't eat. (laughs) If you end up in a relationship with an individual. Who is more secular than Christian and just straight up secular? They will do things such as not taking care of the household when they should have, and you'll be left unhappy, oppressed filled with unhappiness and all sorts of drama. My goodness. So to all of you out there who may be going into a relationship, single, and have that desire, either way, to have a relationship, into a marriage, want to... Family, make sure first you know for certain that you have a God standard according to Romans 12 and 2. Make sure that you know that is the standard that you want. And once you know. That's the standard that you want. Commit to that standard. If you're a guy and you want a woman of God, according for an example, for example, according to Proverbs 31, then you commit to that. You don't bend to that because her face looked pretty. You don't commit. You don't bend to that because she got nice breasts. You don't bend to that because she can make out in a certain way. You don't bend to that because she got a certain figure. You don't bend to that because she got a a set of beautiful eyes. No. If you say you want a woman of God, you're going to make sure that her beliefs and her standards are in line with the scriptures. And if you are a woman, don't look at just his height, his potential, to an extent. Don't look at the money don't look at his hair don't look at his figure you make sure that his lifestyle is in line with the word of God you make sure that his life is aligned with the scriptures and that he's living day in and day out according to what God said. Now, obviously, clearly, people will fall. People will make genuine mistakes. But if that individual is making an effort to change or make right those mistakes or errors of character within themselves. For example, with me, when I first got saved, I lacked empathy, pretty much had no empathy for people. If they did something wrong, I didn't understand why they did that thing, which is wrong, because to me, it was common sense. And I lack compassion. Did not have any compassion for people who made the choices that they made. None at all. And that's something that I worked on ever since. And I'm pleased to say that I am way more empathetic and compassionate now than what I was over almost 10 years ago. So obviously, there are certain flaws in all of us. But if said individual is not making the effort, not making the time to be better every day, day in and day out, Not only, first and foremost, for God, for himself, but the relationship. And there happens to be kids involved for the children. Standards, ladies and gentlemen, it's so important. I'm witnessing it right now. And when you have no standards for yourself, When you genuinely don't love yourself, because if you don't have standards for yourself and you're pretty much going to let, and you would let someone walk over you, you don't love yourself. Or at the very least, you don't love yourself enough. No way. Someone is vocally a certain way. If someone has a certain... Attitude and you're willing to put up with that. I'm, I'm being very careful what I say. Just just, put, just letting all of you know then you don't love yourself enough and that's why it's so important before you even get into a relationship, know what you want know what you desire and know what you yearn for. Ain't, no, that's the wrong word. Plainly, what you desire for in a man. And quite frankly, if it ain't a man of God, what are you doing? Now, you do want to make note of another thing. Say both of you are not saved. Say both of you, when you met, were in a relationship initially, in the beginning stages, both of you were living a secular life. And then one of you, hallelujah, became born again. Got right with God. Wonderful. But the individual... And you're serious about it now. It's not, no, I found religion and whatnot. No. You're actually living for God. And you're going to live the rest of your day serving Him. Jesus Christ, God Almighty. If your boyfriend or girlfriend now ain't getting with the program, essentially... That's when you got to put your emotions to the side and say, listen, boy, girl, whatever, I'm a Christian now. I live for God now. And the scripture says, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. I... So I gotta follow the scriptures as it reads I'm not saying to dump them I'm not saying that you know give them an opportunity to give him or her an opportunity to get right but if you don't see and that's why I say potential to an extent but if you don't see that they are at least making an the effort that's when you gotta cut loose. Because I'd rather follow the word of God than be emotional. Cause it ain't worth it. It is not worth it, I tell you. And that's what you gotta do sometimes. You 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 got to make those tough decisions even though it'll hurt emotionally, may even cause you to cry. But when you follow God's word, what I've learned throughout, again, almost 10 years is going to be this year, 10 years, ever since I've been saved, hallelujah, is that when I follow the scriptures and the scriptures alone, Great things happened in my life. Phenomenal things happened in my life. And even though in the moment I may feel horrible, sooner or later, everything will be all right. And quite frankly, everything will, is all right. Because you're still alive. You still got the breath of life. Man. I just wish that more people really had standards for themselves and they stick to those standards. And when it comes to to relationships, I just wish that more people stick to those standards, say a, a, a woman did something wrong. Or even before that, if a guy says, listen, I don't like liars. If you lie to me twice, we are through. Even once. Because if you make it plain that, look, you got no reason to lie to me, I'll always be honest with you. But how many strikes there may be, I wish there were more people out there that say, look, if you lie to me twice, we're done. And when they actually lied the second time, they leave. Pack up your stuff. If you're living together, which if you're not married, you shouldn't be shacking. But if you're dating, cut ties. I said, if you lie to me twice, we are done. I don't want to hear it. And just move on. There are billions about billions of people in this earth. Don't, excuse, don't complain because of one individual. There's so many people out there you can date. So many. So why are you hung up on a woman? Why are you hung up on a guy? One, one, one woman, one guy. As if you got no other options. None. It's completely wild to me, the dichotomy of dating nowadays. But my whole point is, ladies and gentlemen, is have standards for yourself. Stick to those have standards for yourself. Commit to those standards. And don't ever bend for no one. Don't ever Be emotional when it comes to your standards. Because if you're emotional in regards to your standards, you will cave in and that person will treat you, manipulate you, deceive you in all sorts of ways. Potentially. And if you're in a relationship or seeking a relationship Make sure that they speak the same thing, they believe the same thing, according as it is written, which is the Holy Scriptures. And that's all I got for today, y'all. Stay blessed and stay well balanced. Thank you.